Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Shout out to Steven from Uber Eats. Steven's my Who's name. listening right now. Huge fan of the show. Thank you very much, Steven, because you got the food here. Very quickly. Well, you got the food here so quickly that it's almost like I ordered it, not yeah. Ed. <laughs> well, just Thank the, you very much, Ed. Ed just missed one of the best moments we've had here in a long time. <laughs> and that's surprising because we've had a lot of good ones where we were talking about next week, and I was asking mm-hmm. Ken what his plans were. Was, was is he going to go to the game on Christmas mm-hmm. and you know setting up the show here? So Ken asked the question. Hey, are you guys dark on Monday? He looked right at on me. Monday, and Rob goes, what do you mean, dark? <laughs> Ken, Ken just, he stopped for a second. He goes, oh, no, you're not getting me. <laughs> you're not, you've been in too many Penn and Teller shows. Really. <laughs> oh, well, our reputation Because Stephen, he goes, I couldn't be late. I had to get here. I hear you you're killing people who are not bringing your food on top of you. Stephen, thank you very much, man. He is here, Kim McCuse. Film study Baltimore Ravens 23-7 win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. But we knew Trevor Lawrence came in with an injury. Trevor Lawrence looked like he left with two more injuries. They they he was not a lot of sacks for him, but he left battered and bruised. Yeah, he ran the football, and I thought Jackson took a lot of big hits too, by the way. We talk about that if you want. But the, the that awkward tackle from Oway where he kind of tackled him backwards, bent him over. Got up with his hand shaking. And there's, there's a lot of reasons why quarterback might shake shake his hand around. He hits a helmet, whatever. You, it happens. But, you know, the big one is from baseball. And you know, Rob, but you, you, UCL injuries for pitchers, um, you know, they, they, they can't feel the end of their fingers and they're twitching their hand around. Right. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, Hard to throw the football effectively, too, because you can't feel it off the end. Yeah. And you saw him short hopping a lot yep. right after that hit. What about a couple of the, uh, the real – blunders in that game like you just might as well just get to it I feel like the Jaguars helped the Ravens a lot besides you know, missing chip shots after the drive in the field they, you know they're trying to surprise them at the end of the first half and not you know clocking mm-hmm. the ball it would have been a great time to surprise them with a pass into the end zone that, that yeah. would have been the smart thing but yeah. uh but they didn't they didn't try and do that uh three false starts in a home game I mean, first of all, that's bad. But second of all, imagine if that game was played in Baltimore; they'd be they'd be you know crediting us with doing yeah. it. You know, in, in, in the, that that obviously they play at the end of the half. The missed field goals, the bobbles and the drops by the receivers, the fumble in the open field. It was just a, it was a game of gifts. Game it kind of reminds me of in the 2000 game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is that night Sunday game. So very similar. They went down to Jacksonville, and I think they fumbled the center exchange seven times in that game, and and uh, Jacksonville just bobbled the game away to the Ravens then, who big win for that. And then the, the, op, the upside, though, that Marcus Williams getting up, uh, yeah. Patrick Queen picked him up or told him to get up, because that would have been a timeout. Really smart play by Williams in two ways. First of all, he was he was deep, and he saw it coming, and he, mm-hmm. he went right to the football and, and got him down in bounds. I don't know how he managed to do it, but great great play. Um, and then, yeah, getting off the field, you don't call timeout, you don't stop the clock for that other team. But 
Uh, I think the clock probably would have run out, but we'd, we'd have had to see it work out that way. Right, let me ask about the, the, the big injury and, and what, how you think it affects the team moving forward. It sucks, and we've all talked about it ad nauseum with Keaton Mitchell, but uh, the impact that has on the team. Yeah, it, it, it really is going to require dramatic changes to what they do. Um, his speed was a real weapon, uh, run and pass game. He was showing up, so he'd he done that. Good extended play option, which not everybody is. It's good to see Likely doing some of that. Uh, they, they'd done pony backfield a fair amount with him. That'll probably go, be going away. When I look back to Ravens' injuries to rookies of a similar ilk, the, the last one I can remember that was a serious was Lardarius Webb in 2009. Mm-hmm. Just a, a really serious, awful injury to a very promising rookie, and it took him two years to get back. And when he came back, he was the best cornerback in the NFL for one year, and then they had to pay him, and then uh, he got hurt again in 2012, of course, and, and then um, you know played intermittently well for the rest of his career. Ken McCusick joins us with FilmStudyBaltimore.com. You brought up Isaiah Likely. I said before, the Ravens' offense is an either-or. I can't understand why they can incorporate him when Mark Andrews is here. Because when Mark Andrews is not, he shows flashes of being a weapon. Not just a, a pass-catching tight end, a absolute weapon. Very athletic. And I thought he showed that athleticism on Sunday night. Yeah, lots of athleticism. You know, lots of trust points. Coming back and getting that football when two players might have had a chance to intercept. It was a little bit of a jump ball, but he pulled it away from that. That's big trust points with Lamar, and he, he should get the football more because of it. I thought not only did he do that, he extended plays well by finding space behind the defense on one play. Uh, in another play where Lamar put the ball up high for him, he caught it. Uh, you know, just a great night for Likely in terms of trust. Was right where he was supposed to be on that seam pass for the touchdown. Uh, so great, great uh, night for him. And I agree with you. I don't see why the, the Ravens can't run 12 personnel with Andrews back, use him some, or even have Andrews off the field some. Uh, and uh, have him make some plays. He's a he's a terrific player. One of my f- favorites this season has been Justin Matabike. I think he's been incredibly disruptive, just a tremendous force from the interior. And I, I got a question for you. Rob and I have been kicking this around. When someone's nearly on the ground in the grasp of defensive linemen and they intentionally ground the ball, you think they should be still credited with a sack? Yes. I think I think it should be a sack. I don't, I don't think there's any reason not yeah. to do it that way. Um uh, obviously, Matabike lost a sack in this game, which was which was kind of silly. But he's had an incredible eleven game run, exactly eleven sacks in the eleven run game, yeah. one with two and two halves. Um, but that's that's uh, tied the all time single season record with two other players, um, and uh, only one guy has twelve. Uh, so he has a chance. That's Javon Curse between uh, nineteen ninety nine and two thousand. 29 quarterback hits in 11 games. He's had nine just in the yeah. last two here. So, yeah, he's been all over. Incredible cleanup player. Wanted to ask about the offensive line, but I think we need more time to probably dive <laughs> into that. Um, so let me get your thoughts on just headed into this week against the 49ers and, and just kind of what, what? how do you feel about this game? Because it's not a must-have, but as I've said multiple times, like if you can win this game, it might make decisions easier down the stretch of how you want to – Dictate who's playing, how long they're playing, whatever. Yeah, very, very big deal. If they if they win the game, then they'll have all kinds of choices coming up in Week 18, or they might. Um, I, I, all that would have to happen is for the Dolphins to lose this week, and they already know that Week 18 they can take off. Um, actually, let me see if that's right. No, they need, they'll need one more win. So they'll either have to beat the Dolphins or they have to beat the Steelers. But if they win the next two, that's obviously the easiest way to take Week, week 18 off. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ken, so the Ravens are down on the one-yard line. The next thing I know, I see flags go up in the air. Sometimes discretion is the better part of valor. The number one thing is to get the touchdown. Now, they got the touchdown, and that really bailed Simpson out. Because mm-hmm. if not, we'd have been looking at him today still. Yeah, and, and maybe we should still. He, he has not reduced his penalty count, not, not by any significant amount, since he's been he's the second most penalized uh, guard in the entire NFL with nine. Uh, just a very slight improvement on his career rate, but uh, still one of the most penalized guys. He's got to get over that, or he's never going to become a guy who can make a lot of money in this league. And. I uh, made the comment at the time on Twitter that, that I thought it might co- cost him a, a couple million dollars in terms of future earnings on this, and uh, I think it might. What about the, the combination of, I think, the constant pressure Lamar was under, but then the way he handled it? Because I thought the offensive line let, really put him in a bad spot often. Yeah, so uh, let, let Jeremy talk about the offensive line if he wants to. But the, 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 Lamar had pretty good average time to throw in this game, but it was it was heavily weighted towards some results that were exceptional uh, you know, they showed a couple of them on the on the game at nine and eight second play, but three point eight zero average time to throw was the longest in the entire league by any quarterback. I, I thought the biggest thing about Lamar's game here is he made everybody else better in terms of the run game, in terms of what he did with his opportunity set in the past game. Uh, the difference between ATS, BOQ, and pressure uh, combinations. He didn't have very many ATS opportunities, but he didn't do particularly well in them. He was pretty good with the ball out quick, and he was about average with pressure, so it wasn't really special. Uh, in terms of the overall yards relative to the opportunity set, but we was real was really special is scrambling the football and uh, and making other people better in the run game. That's what, a lot of the reason why they racked up two hundred and fifty plus yards was him. How bad was Ronnie Stanley on Monday night? Terrible. One of the worst outings of Sunday his career. Night, um, had uh, had four holding penalties in his rookie year against the Steelers, which was which was also an awful game. But uh, this one, he's under fifty uh, for the first time this year, and and. Uh, 
He's had a really bad year, but but this was his uh, his worst of this game, of this year. Ken McCusick joins us from FilmStudyBaltimore.com. Ken had the 49ers coming forth on Monday night, Christmas night. So what did we learn from Sunday that we could take forth in the 49ers game? I think there's a couple things. Obviously, they're going to need to adapt to these injuries. Marcus Williams is a big injury we haven't talked about in terms of what, what do they do um, without him. Uh, we'll have to still see what they do without Keaton Mitchell. They were in a, in a phase of the game where they're just running it down the opponent's throat by the time it happened in this one. So I don't think we've seen the when they when they need to be a little varied in terms of how they run the football. Um, both quarterbacks, I think, are going to be looking to protect their quarterbacks. And this is a big element of this game. Had the graphic of of the Ravens having the golden ticket for keeping Lamar healthy the, the whole season. It really is. I mean, look around the league this year. Yeah. And these two teams know there's probably a one in three chance they're going to meet in the Super Bowl, uh-huh. and they're going to be looking to tee off on each other and mm-hmm. and uh, set the, set the tone. Set the, well, set the tone and and set the set the roster for <laughs> for February potentially. So. Um, yeah, anyway, I, I think the other thing I would look at is they, they might want to take a big risk and get Worley on the back end so they can move Hamilton up front because I think specifically against the 49ers, that would be a very big advantage. Were you surprised by Chris Collinsworth basically want to build a life with Lamar? <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know, he, he he's up and down, but one of the things about Collinsworth, and, people, some, and I guess not everybody knows this, he owns PFF, the, the grading service. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. So, so uh, he, he, one of the things he's kind of admitting to is this, how do you grade that kind of methodology? And I've had this discussion with the PFF people a lot of times is it's just very difficult to do to show the impact of Lamar on all the other players on the team. His own scrambles, his own passes never yeah. end up being as much as, as all that. But uh, I thought it was good that Collinsworth finally you know seems to be giving that treatment to, to a Ravens player instead of the opponents. And I'm glad you said that, but you know, I love this breakdown. We talked about this yesterday of him saying, you know, if he's the MVP, this is why. Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of people comparing Lamar to other quarterbacks. I would love for people to stop for one second, take those other quarterbacks and compare them to Lamar. I, I told Ed yesterday, you can say he's not the best quarterback in the NFL. But he's the most dominant quarterback in the National Football League. Yeah, I I think that's fair. I think I think you you, you talk about how he affects the, the the other players in the league. And when he, in 2019, um, he had a he had a, a good set of players around him, but it wasn't an unbelievable set of receivers. It was just a very good offensive line, some decent running backs, and he made that into a historic offense, basically with how he improved mm-hmm. the other players around him. And and if that's where the thing starts, and it could be, I mean, you know, it, it could be like which quarterback makes other players better is the same question you ask first, like which player has won the most Super Bowls. Um, it's just it's too complex a question, I think, for the typical fan to be able to wrap his head around, and that's why they probably don't go there to start with. And just staying with this MVP mm-hmm. thing, what what really ticks me off is they're saying that Brock Purdy and Lamar, the the two favorites right now, <clears throat> and the weird thing is whoever wins this game could ultimately get a leg up on the other person just because they're playing head-to-head, even though it's not – I mean, it's such a silly thing. But when I looked at the list, the top six guys were all quarterbacks, and then there's Christian McCaffrey. And I'm looking at it going – what is this award even for? It's just for quarterbacks. I think McCaffrey and Lamar are the two best players in the league. I think they should be the ones discussed as far as well, MVP. Brock Purdy's not even the best player on his offense. No. He's not the second best player on his no, offense. No, he's not. And he's not the third. No, he's not. And he's not the fourth. Ayuk, I mean, he he, he, he falls in line. What's his offensive lineman that was out? Trent Williams. Trent Williams. He, he's number, yeah, he's, get in line, son. And and I guess <laughs> the point with it is, and I'm not trying to knock Purdy because I think Purdy's perfect for what they're doing. I think it's unfair that he's getting hate now because people, he's yeah. not, the, it's not his fault. Yeah. Like, he's just putting up numbers. I mean, there's yeah. no, like, but I, again, if you were going to talk about an MVP for that team, how about Christian McCaffrey? Because when that team is 
healthy and McCaffrey's in there, they're undefeated when he's healthy and the rest mm-hmm. of the, it's no major pieces are out. So, um, yeah, that's a, it's just a, it's a really good team. So I, like, I, I think it's going to be a fun game this weekend, but ultimately when you go back and look at last week's or uh, you know Sunday's game against the Jags, we've been talking about the run defense and how leaky it's been. Is it, but is it mainly by design or is this something where we're actually looking at some holes here? No, I don't think there's any holes. I think it's really by design. They want to start with too high. And in this game, the, the, um, Jags tried to do something. They tried to get the Ravens out of their nickel defense. And just to be, I, I don't want to go too deep into this, mm-hmm. but the, the, the defensive uh, uh, personnel you put on the field are almost entirely dictated by the offense, by what they put on the field. So if you put on 11 personnel, you're, you're termed as forcing the nickel. Well, the one place where the Ravens have the option is when the other team puts 12 personnel on the field. You can respond to that with base, or you can respond to it with nickel. The Ravens almost always respond to it with nickel and, and Hamilton in there. And, you know, they could not get them to stop doing that. So what they tried to do, they started the game by putting six offensive linemen in the game. Well, then the Ravens will play base, take the six offensive linemen, they're back to playing nickel. They played 84% nickel now for the entire season. And this is just, if if you understood what that number meant to me, it's, it's former Ravens defensive coordinators have always had tremendous variation in the number of defensive backs and what they've done, including the great teams. 2019, uh, 2000 had had 34.5% dime and quarter snaps for the whole year, six and seven defensive backs. So uh, this is just, it's weird to see them play five every single down. You know what's funny about that too is there was that great story about Bill Parcells and Belichick and how they ran a certain type of defense all year long, never played nickel, and then they got in the postseason and they both went to each other and said, what do you think if we play nickel in this game? (laughs) And they would never expect it and what they could do because, of the, you know, again, matching personnel all these things. And even now they, they got to look into and they should uh, control it more is when you do the late substitution, the fat guy that's taking a sweet ass time to get out on the field before they set the ball. They really need to take a look at some of those things, but mm-hmm. pretty cool. There he is, Kim McCusick. Ken, tell the folks in Baltimore all about film study. Oh, please, filmstudybaltimore.com. If you like articles, they're out there. The defensive articles out there has a lot of uh, specifics on pass rush and packages and individual players. There you go. Kim McCusick, thanks a lot. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Could have back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.